Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roy, and I am the host of this daily podcast, which is all about music and creative culture in London. Today's episode is with my dad. He is in town for the weekend with my mum, and he is a bit of an avid listener to the podcast. He listens to it on SoundCloud at work, and I he talks about the episode that he's up to and what he thinks of it, etc. He is some... I. I love my dad, that should go without saying it, it's very much true, and we talk a lot, a lot, like we often have hour plus long conversations, the kinds of conversations that start with something small and then by the end we're really in the weeds about something, and we're like, wow, how did we get onto this, and I always really appreciate his advice and his input, we, there's a lot of ground to cover between us, which I hope to do in future episodes, because I think he really enjoyed being on this one. Like everyone else, he didn't know what to expect, but once he got going, I could see he was into it, and by the end, he was saying, if the audio wasn't good or anything, and you need to scrap this one, I'll be happy to do another one, so that's a good sign. So, yeah, maybe to focus on more positive things after last episode, try and lift the mood a little. Whilst doing that, I am just looking at the stats for my plays on SoundCloud. Since today, I'm recording this at half past five, so I need to get going soon for the open mic. But today alone, half past five in the evening, I've already had 18 plays today. Nine are from the bonus episode from yesterday, and eight are of the interview with Nova Cup. Eight plays in the United Kingdom, one in the Czech Republic six plays in Surbiton, and two plays in London. So thank you very much to whoever those people are. Of the past week, just being wary of the time, of the past week, the top played tracks were the the Monday one, where I went to two gigs, that's had 39 plays. The interview with Nova Cub has had 22 plays, and the open mic seven from last Saturday, where I had some people's performances on the podcast, that's had 20 plays. Top listeners, Louis, Louis Kramer has 13, Skeletons have played 5, and James Hammock have played twice, all three of whom appeared on the episode Peggy and Saxon, episode 44, with the two, day, the two gigs in one day. And over the course of the week, I've had 253 plays, 11 likes, 2 reposts, and 1 comment. So thank you very much for that, folks. In fact, my newest... I think my newest follower is Virginia Ball, who has liked a few of the episodes. So, hello, Virginia, whoever you are. Thank you for listening, and I hope you continue to enjoy the future episodes. I hope you stick around, and please, by all means, tell all your friends. So, on to today's episode. It's me and my dad talking about a whole bunch of stuff. How he feels about the podcast, his history with live music, our hopes for the future. And I hope you enjoy this, and I will see you at the end of a little bit of music. Take care. Okay, I am chilling at home in the living room, and I am with arguably the number one fan of the podcast. I'm here with my dad. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good, Roy. How are you? I'm very good. Yeah. I know this is probably the first time you've been <laughs> interviewed or anything. Time my voice to be hard. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Don't worry. It's it's a smooth process. In fact, it's funny when I because you came to London last night. Yeah, and I was as good as asleep when you arrived yeah, put it that way true, yeah. but when I saw you today and I said hello you were saying yes I'm seeing you but it feels like I've been talking to you all this time because I've been listening to the podcast yes indeed how, yeah. how often do you tend to listen to it daily 
Yeah. Daily. But because I'm so far back, I try to maybe, when I can, listen maybe to two, just to try to make up ground so that I can be up to date. You've got a while because I'm aiming to do one a day. So if yes. you're listening to two, yeah, you've got to be catching up to do. How yes, far through do you think you are? I think I'm on 20, number 21 at the moment. Do you yes. remember what the last one you listened to was about? Yes, actually, I do. It's one when you're feeling not too good and you're feeling a bit downcast and uh, reflective mood. And uh, it's quite a short one as well. Yeah. I, I think I, I did two of nine, two nine minutes each ones. And those tend to be like when you are in a slowish kind of sluggish mood, <laughs> and, you know, reflective. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But I enjoy them nonetheless. Well, I'm glad that you do. The fact that you are continuing to listen. Yeah. Because there's some things, I can imagine for all parents, there's some things your kids do where out of duty, you'll, you'll try and check it out just to see what it is they're doing. But for you to continue to listen. No, actually, I have always continued to listen. Whether be it your music, be it your homework, be it all along your life, I have been listening and a keen you know, fan of yours, so yeah. to speak. So, you know, like, I don't know whether, <laughs> I don't know how far to go, but you know, it, it is interesting because I used to stand behind you mm -hmm. on our very first computer when you were, there was this weird game that involved a lot of reading. And I, I used to stand behind you and I'd say, what is so interesting about this game? Nothing moves. He's all the time just reading. It's like, <laughs> and you see, there you go. I've always been there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that warms my heart to hear. So is there anything in particular that you've enjoyed from the podcasts? Yes. It's kind of reflective of where you are in life. Mm -hmm. So that gets my attention just to gauge where you are and how successful you are with what you're doing. Because your background is littered with a lot of very good things that just fell on the wayside. Mm. So I'm keen to grasp, oh, what is it now? Or has he changed his mind now? Or is he still up to this now? That kind of thing. Okay, so it's not so much about to the bands I see or the people I talk to. It's more about the ongoing storyline, so to it's, speak. Yeah, it's more about... Because most of these bands, I do not know them. Yeah, most of the music, I probably may not be that interested in the, that type of music, knowing my background. Mm -hmm. So it's how you interact with people, their stories, and how they reflect upon you, I mean, how you compare them with your own. Mm -hmm. And that's where I... Because you're unique in every step of the way. So, I would... And that's in my own eyes. Yeah. But now, I would like, you know, to, to... to gauge that uniqueness from the crowd or from, you know, the, the podcasts that you make. So that, that's a key, a key point that I'm always looking for. Well, speaking of you know, being a young man involved uh, in music, yeah. you yourself have a little bit of a history with live music, do you not? 
Yes, a bit. We can roll back the years uh, a little, no? Uh, uh, it's like, can't, I can't roll them back, but I would hate to disappoint you mm. because I totally failed to hit an instrument. <laughs> I totally... One of my best friends growing up mm-hmm. was a renowned guitarist in all the schools. Mm. He was brilliant. And I would spend like 19 hours of the day with him. And he always had a guitar. For the love of God, I couldn't strike a note <laughs> in a guitar. I couldn't... No music in- instrument at all. But... Uh, I have interacted with bands growing up in Africa. Lots of talented musicians, very, very good friends of mine. Up to now, you know, I, I really, you know, yeah, I have. But not in a performing, a performing art yeah. kind of that, That's That's fair enough. I know because some of the people I talk to, it's not, and this is something I make an effort to do, it's not just the bands that play, although they are very interesting. It's also... The people that put on the shows. Mm. And I remember you saying you've had a history of doing that in the past. Yes, yes, we did. Because in the course of business, there was a time when we had instruments Mm -hmm. that could be hired by bands. And I would be, you know, in... I, I was a manager then. So I would, you know put up venues and kick the venues out with like you know um, like spotlights sound, sound uh, systems speakers and, things, and speakers yeah. and stuff like that and then uh, the bands would have a stage already set for them that kind of stuff yes but that's way 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 back yeah how way old back. were you roughly when you were doing this early 20s maybe and is it safe? And when I say way, way back, I'm giving away now <laughs> <laughs> my years. But yeah, yeah, way, way back. Yeah. So I'm guessing the friends you had were similar aged as well? Some of them a bit older than me, actually, because the, the background to music uh, in, 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 in my country, Uganda, where I come from, was uh, music wasn't really mainstream. So people tended to mature first before they made a stand that I'm going to go in music because all his yeah. families would be against of yeah. you know people going into the music industry. But that aside, coming into uh, music as live music now, it was you at college because we we came in you know the first 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 live probably live first live performance you did. Oh, it's college. Like Exeter College. Exeter with College, the, yes, oh, wow. with your group of fans. That's when I got back into like live music and watching. And, yeah. And you see, that, that brought back the interest. How did you feel about me playing music back then? I hadn't even thought about it. Was, yeah, it, it, was, it was very interesting. First of all, I was skeptical because mm. you were very, very good in, in, at school. In all your subjects, you are an A-star student. So... I was saying, is this going to take him away from his, you know, because I had an eye on where you would, you know, academically, where you would end up. Yeah. So there was that beat. But then I saw how brilliant you were because you were a main vocalist then, yeah. how good you are with the crowd and how you'd pull the crowd in. And it's, it's almost looked so natural to you. So it kind of dumped down my fears. I appreciate that. 
So when you were first involved in live music back in Uganda, in mm. Kampala, mm. at the time, did you sense any of the musicians you worked with were seeing this as a long-term thing? Or was it more of a, at the moment, we play music, it's, it's fun for now, make a bit of money? Actually, it started in school because we had school bands. Mm-hmm. And the schools promoted the bands because, you know, as a, 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 a what, recreation activity, but the parents were against it. So they, there, the students in the bands were kind of like rebels. Mm-hmm. And to be associated with them, you could also be branded as kind of a rebel as well. Yeah. So that's where it started from. Now, those kids, some of them went out to be very, very, you know, famous musicians. So now coming out of college, I got in touch with, you know, some of them. And some of them had uh, grouped up with famous uh, older musicians. So that, that's how we, you know, that's how I came into the industry. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Mom. Hello. <laughs> you you get your own episode, I guess, if you want to. You know, you're welcome to join us if you like. Well, I'm hogging the limelight here, you see. <laughs> oh. So, if you were to put. You mentioned earlier how you saw my academics and had some idea of where you saw me going with yeah. that. Yeah. If you were to put that hat on now with regards to this podcast and what yeah. I'm doing here, mm. what in your in your mind, not saying this is exactly what will happen or what you want to happen, etc., but in your mind, mm. where do you see this going? What potential do you see for this enterprise? Well, this enterprise is so fluid. It could go in so many directions because... I see one of your key points, one of your strong, very strong points as being multi-talented. That, in a way, it could be termed as a curse of its own because either way you go, I think it will be brilliant. The main issue here, though, is focus. If you can keep the focus and direction, it's going to go, it's going to go the distance. I can see it going the distance. Because it's, it's so interesting that there's so many parallels to it. I am keen to push you into writing a book about this very, you know, yeah. podcasting and what have you. I think you'd have a very interesting story to write if you went that way. I feel you can sell this as a program of its own. There's so many music channels and uh, radio stations that do repetitive things and yeah. regurgitating old things. I mean, you could slot in very, very easily and you could get an audience very, very easily. Very interesting. So, any direction it goes, the key point is focus. Yeah, I agree. I mean... Primarily, the focus I don't want to lose is with my own is with my own music, which is why I always work towards putting something of my own on each episode because that was the that was the what started this in the first place. Just focusing on my own music and actually trying to finish things. I do. I also think my personal story being the the link between episodes. It's not just an interviewer talking to artists. Mm. You're learning about the interviewer as well mm. and their progress. That, I think, helps to possibly invite a wider audience 
such that if you're not just listening for this band or that band, even if you have no idea who the bands are or anything, just hearing this person trying to dive into this world and giving their thoughts and what they encounter and t- talking about their progress as well, mm. I would hope that that alone is of interest. And I feel as though you are proof that that's the case because oh, yes. I don't oh, yes. think you are the the key demographic. You're not yes. in London or interested in the London music scene in this way. But hearing my story and yes. hearing me trying... Making and the stories of the, the, of the interviewees as well. It's, it's, it's very, very interesting. But ultimately... Mm-hmm. It's the way of the world how this thing will go. Because at the end of the day, the market forces at some point will dictate. And sometimes we lose some very, very good talent and some very good uh, directions and avenues just because the market is not going that way. So if, say, tomorrow podcasting dies and some fancy stuff comes out, you, you might get onto that bandwagon and lose a lot of good stuff. So ultimately, where the market leads you and what puts food on the table probably will carry the day. Yeah, I agree. That's- so uh, within that, you probably lose a lot of good stuff. And you see, it is a bit sad, but that's the way the thing. That's the way the the world goes. Well, what I am trying to do, you are right. To some degree, sometimes outside forces that dictate yeah. the fate of things. But what I am trying to do mm. is in shedding a spotlight and putting a face on mm. an area that I think goes overlooked. Mm. Both the artists that I speak to. They are at the early stages of their career. So this is a time when there might not be as much attention put on them. So I, I feel like I am working on a niche there. But also the people who put on the shows, I, mm. I see them as unsung heroes, which is why I include you in that category, because you have some experience in that field of helping to accommodate artists and putting on a show. Yeah, but you'll have to find more of me. Because to these artists you're bringing something to them. There is something there that you're bringing to their work, mm-hmm. whether through uh, more exposure, whether it's uh, through more ideas about you know, their work. So th- there is what we call value added uh, in the business sense mm-hmm. or economics. But, uh, so that is what you always have to have value. And that will push you in certain directions because you can't be all things to everybody. And that is what is going to drive you. Yeah. I think being in the eye of the storm as I am, I can become overwhelmed by all the possibilities. Yes. But the many, many conversations I have with you, Mm. I very much value your input because you have experiences I don't have. You have a perspective i don't have so that's yes always but a I, i've learn. also got vested interest you know <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely yes, that there's, there's, there's that element but i i find you so interesting so very interesting because when you picked up this idea i thought if i'm to be honest with you mm-hmm. it was kind of uh 
a disappointment that your music career wasn't going as fast as you wanted it to go mm. and found this as a sidekick kind of you know as the other you know yeah. as as you try to get the music running but now looking at it and looking at the effort and the interest that you're putting in this i'm beginning to think well probably this is more interesting than the music. Actually, that's why I asked the question earlier on. I said, uh, if you are like 50-50 and juggling, which, which, which ball would you let go? And you yeah. said, no, I'll definitely let this one go because it's the music. So, uh, whichever way you go, if you can focus to the end, push something right to the end of it, mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind which way either music or podcasting or presenting or whichever, because you've got such lovely, wonderful personality that you bring in that it's going to be successful. And on That's, that high note... Oh, my God. I, I'm still... I still have more. <laughs> but I also have to start getting ready to go. <laughs> I've got an open mic to get to. That's good. But thank That's you very good. much. That, well, yeah. we will meet again, in, we will, undoubtedly. Definitely. And we will continue where you left off here. But yeah, thank you very definitely. much for your time. Okay, then. And that was that. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to my dad for being on this podcast and for more than I can ever truly express. It's interesting. I truly had no idea what we'd focus on and what we'd talk about in our episode. I just said, I really want to talk to you. I've been wanting to talk to you for a while for the podcast, but he hasn't been physically here. And I do have to get ready for the open mic I'm going to. So we both sat on the couch and I said, shall we do it right now? And he said, yeah, sure. Put the volume down on the TV, just press record, and we went with it. And that's the nature of our conversations. You, we never always know, we never really know, that was really good grammar, we never really know where they're going to go, but we can just bounce off of each other and just take it wherever it's going. It's like jazz, man. Conversational jazz. Also, thank you to my mum for making a brief appearance. I, I invited her, she wasn't too keen this time, but maybe after seeing this she might acquiesce later on but no pressure i have also introduced her to the podcast app on her iphone her iphone is the iphone 4 it's a very old one so she wasn't sure how to get it but i have downloaded the podcast app you can download the older version of the podcast app so hopefully now if she chooses to she's welcome to listen to the podcast as and when she wants and i'll try and do the same thing for my dad as well going back to the stats i was reading out because i never really do that but i figure i've got them here and i do this every day so why not indulge every now and then in the past year, which would include the entire time I've done this, I, the most popular episode is the first one, Saddest Night Out and Introduction, which has had 77 plays. The second is Sonic Tonic All Day, episode 16, which has 64 plays. And the next is Fur at the Old Blue Last, which I think has had 61. And then it's Corinthians at the Victoria. And the top listeners are Emmanuel Faroli, who's listened 34 times. Ben Heath has listened 29 times. And someone named DSNS has listened 19 times. Top countries are United Kingdom, 820 plays. United States, 566 plays. Brazil, 35 plays. And top cities, Panorama City in California, 20, 203 plays. London has had 76 plays. And San Jose has had, in San Jose in California, has had 75 plays. Thank you very much to those people and to everyone that listens, if you are that person or those people in Panorama City or San Jose, because I don't know who I know out there, I think there might be some people on Instagram who have met at gigs who said they're from California, who might be from there. But if that is you, 
do say hello. I'd, I'd love to know. I meet people in person and then tell them about the podcast. So I trust that they are listening in the future. I don't know. But people who I've never met who are listening to this, I'd love to hear from you and know how you found it and what you think of it, what you like, etc. But nothing else. if nothing else, thank you for listening in the first place. Thank you to you, whoever you are, for listening right now. If you'd like to know more, you can go to Saddest Night Out on Twitter or Instagram and find me there. Or email me, saddestnightout at gmail.com or patreon.com forward slash saddestnightout should you wish to contribute to the cause. And yeah, I will see you tomorrow because I have got to get going. The music I put at the end of this episode is from, I think I mentioned a couple of episodes ago, that I do have an EP on Bandcamp from I think 2014 maybe? That is called Virgin, and every song is called Virgin, because even back then, for the, since forever, I've had the idea of having every song have the same name, and the title of the whole album or EP have the same name as well. So this was the first time I did it. The song I'll put on the end of this episode is the last song from that piece. You're welcome to go and listen to the whole thing yourself. If you just search Saddest Night Out Bandcamp, I'm sure it will show up. Or Sad... Sad... No, 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 no. Whoa, 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 whoa. My mistake. Loads of Japanese bands. Bandcamp, because that is the name under which I make music. Loads of Japanese bands. Saddest Night Out is the podcast and whatever that grows into. But the the band, in inverted commas, whatever, that I am is sat, is loads of Japanese bands. So if you search loads of Japanese bands Bandcamp, or maybe it's loads of Japanese bands dot dot Bandcamp dot com, you'll probably find this EP. So this piece of music I put at the end is the last song from that EP called Virgin. Hope you enjoy. Thank you for listening and I will see you tomorrow. Take care.